The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to the campfire. The only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction in exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. The story I'm about to tell you is from a traveler named Anatar88. He called this experience, My neighbor sleeps in a cage. Please, allow me to tell you his tale. It's none of my business, I know. A grown man can sleep in his own backyard in the cold January weather. In a large custom-made cage. It's a free country. The cage has been there forever. I remember once asking my neighbor about it. Jeff eyed me up and down stroking his gray beard as if the answer depended on what I looked like that day. He finally mumbled that some rich folks had ordered a tiger cage a long time ago and never came round to collect it, before changing the subject abruptly. Jeff's a welder and his backyard is full of other stuff, but nothing like that strange, shiny cage. The bars are about three fingers wide and have a yellow-purple glow. I can see it from my room. In fact, I made a sort of a mini ritual of looking at it before going to bed. I liked the way the cage reflected the lights at night. Late one afternoon a couple of days ago, I was taking a break from my computer screen and I just stared aimlessly outside the window. A feeling that something was wrong slowly started seeping in. Jeff was lying down inside the cage, his head supported by a pillow. A few disturbing thoughts competed in my mind about what exactly unnerved me about that image even though I've seen it a dozen times before. I stared. His chest was moving up and down. Thank God. At least he wasn't dead. Jeff was a loner and I was the only one who actually talked with the guy. As far as I knew, sometimes I borrowed books from him. He was a pretty smart dude and I enjoyed our conversations as long as I could suppress the thought of him sleeping in a cage now. And then, I strolled down the stairs to the living room where my parents sat watching TV. I considered telling them. What exactly? Jeff's doing it again, but this time I feel that something's wrong. What's the point? Mom will tell me not to worry, and Dad will just grunt and call Jeff a nut. And they'll both give me that look again. A look you give your 23-year-old recently unemployed son who's still living with his parents and who's worried about some stupid shit again. So I just walked past them, slipped on my boots, grabbed my jacket, and went outside. I peered over the fence. Jeff was now sitting near the cage door with his eyes closed. Legs crossed in a lotus position. There was some food next to him. Nothing unusual, sometimes he'd spend a few days there. And there was something else I had failed to notice before. But I could see it clearly from this angle. A gun on the cage floor next to the food, half covered by the blanket. One of the unsettling thoughts returned. What if he's going to kill himself? I'm ashamed to say it, but I always had a feeling that that's how things were gonna end for Jeff. 
I had decided to investigate the matter for myself. Just to check on him, so I jumped over the fence. Jeff, you okay? No answer. He didn't even flinch. Jeff, the feeling that something was terribly wrong intensified. Jeff wouldn't look at me no matter what I said. It felt like he wasn't even aware I was there. So I extended my hand through the bars. I could just barely touch his left knee. He jumped. Curiously enough, he did not open his eyes. He shook his head and his mouth moved like he was talking, but no sound came out. Weird. I, I can't hear you, I said. He was right there in front of me, but I couldn't hear a thing, even though it was obvious that he was shouting something. Something that felt like a warning. Then the silence came. I swear it was as if someone had slowly dialed all surrounding sounds down to zero. A leave stopped rustling. The sound of cars from the street was muted. Absolute silence. I realized Jeff was repeating the same words over and over. Slowly, so I could read his lips. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. Then I finally saw it. The thing my subconscious had picked up a while ago. And was screaming at me to run. There were others in the backyard with us. Surrounding us. In the shiny wide bars. I saw their reflection. Tall men in bright orange vests carrying rifles. Their skin was white as porcelain and there were two pits of darkness where their eyes should be. And at the same time, to my terror, they became aware of me and aimed their rifles. I was paralyzed with fear. In that split second, I was sure that I'd die right there and then. Then the cage door opened and Jeff pulled me inside. When he closed the door I felt like a two-ton boulder had been lifted from my chest. I could hear him now, but the outside world was still deadly quiet. It was also quite a bit warmer in the cage. God knows why. Matt, that you? Jeff went with his hands through my hair. Jesus, sit down and close your eyes. Do not look. It's important. I did as he said. With each passing moment, the fear thought a bit. What are they? I asked. Hunters, Jeff said. They're here for me. W what? Why? Because I saw them. Years ago and I've been running from them ever since. If you see the hunters, they will notice you too and start hunting you. That's how it works. This cage is the only thing that can hide me to some extent. It's special. It confuses them. Everything was still silent. I could hear my heartbeat. I could hear Jeff's wheezing breath. Why can't we hear anything outside? They suck in the sounds. The only things that can make sound are their rifles. They also can't hear us, so it's okay to talk in here. He sighed. You have drawn some attention, so more will come. Listen, we don't have much time. They can still shoot us if they wanted, and soon they will start shooting because they know someone's in here, and they'll hit us eventually. But they can't drag us away while we're in this cage, and they hate it if they don't collect their trophies. I sniffled, can't we do anything? If by some miracle one of us doesn't bleed to death after they shower us with bullets, it's still game over. The hunters will wait next to the cage as long as they can. Until the scorpions arrive, that is, Jeff said. The scorpions, they follow the hunters. You don't want to be alive when the scorpions come. Trust me, that's what the gun is for. Jeff thrust the firearm into my hands and squeezed my shoulder. We're out of time. Don't worry, just remember that they will come for you again. It takes them half a year or so, but they'll come. When you notice that things are getting quiet, it means their hounds have sniffed you. Get in the car and drive as fast as you can or hide in a titanium cage. If you hide on time, they won't notice you and leave. My notes, they're on my laptop. Look for them. 
The password is Orion1999. A few clicks pierced the silence. The ghastly rifles were cocked. Wait, what are you doing? I asked when I heard Jeff move. He opened the cage and vanished into the silence outside, closing the door behind him. And then a loud blast, followed by another and another and another. A sharp, burnt, and metallic stank stayed in the air for a few moments and stunned my nostrils. I sat there, not sure how long, too scared to move. Too scared to look. Slowly the sound started to return. The birds sang. Cars whooshed somewhere in the distance. The wind rustled the leaves. I opened my eyes and stepped out of the cage. The grass under my feet was stained with blood. I was alone in Jeff's backyard. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels and a blessed day. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.